Welcome back to Sideline Exposure. I am your host, Mitchell Crossan, and this is Exposure 122, similar to last week where we talked about conference realignment a little bit. We talked about the Big Ten adding USC and UCLA. This week, something similar, but we are more focused on what the Big 12 is going to do, what the Pac-12 is going to do, maybe what the ACC is going to do, the national scale and landscape, and what college football looks like now after the Big Ten added the Trojans and the Bruins. So let's go ahead and jump on in. The Power Five conferences in college football are currently at a crossroads. You are now at a point where you need to go down the first path of build up your conference, bring in conference realignment, and added more teams to keep up. Or you go down the second path and risk going extinct and your conference being washed over. The SEC isn't going anywhere. And same for the Big Ten, who now added USC and UCLA. They aren't going anywhere either. So now we're focused in on what is the Pac-12, Big 12, and ACC going to do. Since the Big Ten expanded their conference to bring in that LA market, all the focus and new rumors has shifted to the Big 12. And reportedly, they are now in discussions to add up to six teams to their conference, and they are primarily focused on the Pac-12. It seems fairly obvious at this point, but the six teams are Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah, Oregon, and Washington. Now, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah are the four teams that are being primarily targeted by the Big 12, but the Oregon and Washington programs are more of a, they're also in consideration type of thing. If they added in those six schools, the Big 12 would become an 18-team league, which would be the largest in the FBS. And the Big 12 conference has already been busy anyways with their conference realignment because the SEC has poached Oklahoma and Texas, who is leaving the Big 12 in a couple seasons. So to account for that loss, the Big 12 has already announced that Cincinnati, Houston, UCF, and BYU are all joining the conference and will officially join the Big 12 on July 1st, 2023. So it's not surprising that the Big 12, out of the three conferences that were left remaining to make a change, including the Pac-12 and the ACC as well, it's not surprising that the Big 12 is the one to jump on in next, right after the SEC and the Big 10 in their conference realignment, because we've already seen this happen. I do think we currently live in a world where the Big 12 adding Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado and Utah is very possible. I'm not sure yet about Oregon and Washington, more specifically Oregon. We'll get into that in a little bit. But I think at this point, and of course, geographically, it makes sense, right? Those programs, those states are right there. They are near Big 12 territory. So that makes sense. But also, you have to look at the media market and what could the Big 12 gain from adding the Pac-12 in terms of the media market that these programs are bringing with them. So for instance, the Arizona schools would bring the Phoenix media market, which is the 11th largest in the country, according to the athletic Colorado would bring the Denver market, which is the 16th largest and Utah would bring the Salt Lake city market, which is the 30th largest market in the country. And this is more important than people think. And I was thinking about this from the Big Ten's perspective as well. They added Rutgers and Maryland to their conference. It's been a couple years now, or even more than a couple. But the last two teams that they added to their conference 
before USC and UCLA was Rutgers and Maryland. Rutgers being in New Jersey and obviously Maryland just being on the East Coast, you now have that East Coast and that Northeast media market. That was a big draw in adding those two programs to the Big Ten. Of course, you have the Midwest, and of course, you have Ohio State, that national brand and that major highlight where teams around the country and other households and names around the country will tune in to watch Ohio State play wherever they're playing. So you have to have the big gun. And then now you add in the LA market. You have USC and UCLA. So the media market and what you can bring with you is a really big positive and something that these conferences are looking for when they want to bring in some realignment and add in more teams. So for the Big 12, this makes perfect sense. You're looking at a Pac-12 conference that is currently sinking, and you have a handful of programs that you can pull away from that conference that's going under, and we'll see if they can save it, and we'll get into the Pac-12 in a second. But even geographically, you can pull in these programs, and that makes sense. You can justify it in that reason. But not only that, when you bring in these programs, you bring in those TV markets as well. The next Big 12 media rights package and deal, whatever number that would be, would be worth a lot more than it is now. More money is always a good thing. That's what drives a lot of these changes. And more money, the more money in these TV deals, in these brand deals, the more money that's going to be put back out to the teams. And so there's also that financial incentive for Arizona to say, hey, you know what? We could join the Big 12. We could, we could go with Arizona State or a couple other Pac-12 schools. Once we go there, we are going to increase the value of that conference. The next media rights deal will be worth a lot more. And all the teams would share that revenue. And so now the schools are making a lot more money as well. So now for the Pac-12. What do you do? Well, last week, their board of directors authorized the conference to immediately begin negotiations for their next media rights agreement. And they were due for that anyways. Their current agreement is up in 2024. But if you want to hang on to your existence as a conference, you got to get going and you got to get with your media partners. You got to get their valuation and you got to see what that number is for that next deal. Now, could there be a potential merger or partnership with a conference like the ACC? Now, that's a little bit more tricky, and we'll get into the ACC next. But the ACC is stuck in their media rights deal, which I think depreciates in value and doesn't expire until 2036. So they are in an odd spot themselves. But if you're the Pac-12, do you try to figure that out with the ACC? Sure, that is something you can examine. But right now, your media rights partner your media rights agreement is up in 2024 you got to get that new deal in place but you also have to keep in mind that it's not going to be great i'm not sure what that number was going to be a year ago but whatever you thought it was going to be you got to take some off the top because you lost the la market you lost usc and you lost ucla so that valuation is going to be significantly less so really it just doesn't feel good for the pac-12 conference you lost LA. It feels like you're losing Arizona and Utah and Colorado. If you lose those schools, you are left with Washington, Washington State, Oregon, Oregon State, Cal, and Stanford. And I can pretty much guarantee you if Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado also go, Washington and Oregon will leave as well. So that would leave you with Oregon State, Washington State, and then the Bay Area market, Cal, and Stanford. And not to make it 
any worse for the Pac-12. But, I mean, goodness, if the Big Ten adds Notre Dame, which feels like serious talks and discussions are being made right now between that conference and that program, you're going to have to add one more school to offset that. So what if they get a Stanford? What if the Big Ten goes out and gets that Bay Area market? So you could lose Stanford as well. And it would make sense. They already have half of California. Why would you not go north a little bit and get that Northern California market? So the Pac-12, what are you really going to do if you start to lose all these schools? Are you just going to combat it by adding Boise State, San Diego State, and programs like that? Maybe a Hawaii or could it just totally dissolve to where it's not even a power conference anymore? That is the direction we're heading in in college football. It could be fewer conferences, but with more teams. And I feel like that's the direction we're going. Everybody was very confident that the SEC was doing that. The Big Ten is doing that. Now it feels like the Big 12 is doing that as well. And I think the Pac-12 is going to be left in the dust. Okay. So before we move on to the ACC, I want to add in one more note here about the Pac-12 and most notably regarding Oregon. So Nike founder Phil Knight went to Oregon. I think he ran track there or something like that. That's his alma mater. He has given that school millions, millions of dollars. He has a little bit of a say with what Oregon is going to do just because of how powerful he is as a brand, as a person, and what he has given to that program, Oregon's football program, and also that school in general. Phil Knight came out and said, look, I want Oregon in the Big Ten or the SEC amid the whole Pac-12 mess and murky future. Phil just believes that it now no longer makes sense to keep Oregon in the Pac-12. And they kind of feel like a wild card because of Phil Knight and what he can offer, but Oregon as a brand, it's been elevated with Nike with that money that Phil has brought in, and they have had success even though they have been a little bit up and down. Right now, they're in a league, and what Phil thinks has fallen apart into non-existence. So Phil thinks the Pac-12 is done no matter, no matter what, and he doesn't want his program to fall into that non-existence as well. Now, Oregon would never become non-existent, but if you're stuck in this conference that's kind of in limbo, it doesn't make sense. And why would you not stay ahead of it and leave? That's kind of what Phil is referring to here. The Pac-12 is just sitting on shaky ground and he's not sure he wants them to stay in this conference. And I think Oregon and Washington might even kind of act like an unofficial partnership here. I feel like where one goes, the other goes. And so I'm curious to see where they end up and ultimately who wants that Pacific Northwest market? Who wants to bring that media market to their conference? I thought the Big Ten might just go for it and might go big. Now they still can, but from what we've all heard, it feels like they're tackling Notre Dame first, want to nail them down. Then you'll have to add in one more program. At that point, I think Oregon and Washington would work together. I don't think one would go without the other, that kind of feel. It has that feeling to it. So that's when you bring in like a Stanford, like we allude to earlier. But I think Oregon and Washington, where one goes, the other goes. And we'll have to kind of wait and see who joins the Big 12 officially out of the Pac-12. And with the Big 10, is Notre Dame going to join? And if so, if the Big 10 goes out and gets Stanford, 
then we can start to see the dominoes fall. And if Washington and Oregon still aren't in a new conference by then, now we can actually have a map and map it out to where they will end up. Okay, so let's finish this off by discussing the ACC. And they're in kind of a peculiar situation themselves. They're kind of sitting just on the East Coast, doing their own thing, having kind of quiet. But that's mainly because their current media rights deal expires in 2036. Or as I should say, the ACC's grant of rights lasts until June 30th, 2036. And The Athletic does a really good job here in this article outlining what exactly the grant of rights means. So in the world of college sports, quote, it's an agreement in which schools agree to transfer their media rights to their conference for a set period of time. And then they give an example. For example, Baylor's agreement to be part of the Big 12's grant of rights means that the rights fee for any televised sporting event from Baylor's campus is owned by the Big 12 until the grant expires. Now, there is also an interesting part of this agreement that has a miscellaneous section. And the first sentence in that section goes on to say, quote, this agreement may not be modified or amended other than by an agreement in writing signed by duly authorized representatives of the conference and each of the member institutions that are then members of the conference, end quote. So then the million dollar question, how many schools would have to agree to amend the agreement in writing? That's what we're going to be looking at now for the ACC. But there is financial risk involved if a school wanted to at least challenge the grant of rights. And we're still looking at this article here written by The Athletic. They do a really good job outlining this whole thing. But you're looking at forfeited TV revenue as a possibility. And just to give you some perspective, the ACC distributed an average of $36.1 million per school for the 2020 and 2021 school year. So if you were a school or a university, how could you go about challenging the grant of rights? Well, The Athletic points out here, the first way is for the school to just leave the conference and leave the rights behind. But this doesn't really make sense because you are now considered with far less value to another league if you are not bringing your rights with you because this new league wouldn't be able to say hey look at this school that we've added look we brought in stanford let's just say if the big 10 were doing this kind of thing look what we could do but if you don't have your rights then the league can't sell that school's rights to that network so that is where the less value comes in that doesn't really make much sense the second option is for the school to sue and get the rights back, but that could take time, that's risky, and could also be very expensive. And another option is just hoping the conference dissolves in general and the grant of rights dissolves with it. So in order for that to happen, that would mean that most of the teams in the schools leave that conference in order for it to dissolve. So it could be something similar to what's happening to the Pac-12 right now, but even with what we know with the Pac-12, we know that officially schools haven't left yet other than USC and UCLA. And even if more schools leave, we think the Pac-12 would go under, but there's no promise that it still dissolves. What if the ACC and the Pac-12 come to some real alliance or merger themselves? There is still a lot of room here for things to operate. So I want to give credit to Andy Staples of The Athletic for writing that article. How would a school challenge a grant of rights, we asked a lawyer who happens to have ACC Big 12 
Pac-12 copies, written July 1st, 2022. Go ahead and check it out, theathletic.com. Shout out Andy Staples, who did a really great job with that piece. Okay, that will conclude this week's episode of Sideline Exposure. You can go ahead and follow us on our social medias, at Sideline Exposure on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, and then at Sideline Exposed on Twitter, and you can stay up to date with what we are doing as we continue to work our way through this offseason. Thank you for listening, and as always, go Bucks.